What's going on, everybody? You've got the cardboard coaches here. You're with your boy, Coach Goat. I am the cartel. Sure is. I was waiting for a real cool punchline at the end, like you usually give me, you know? Yeah, the, the cartel's saving it because we've got a very popular memer on today. So we're going to like let the comedy build slowly. Gradually, gradually. To a raging climax. Yeah, we don't want to hit you with that one, two, too early. Otherwise, you guys will be all, all tuckered out by the end. So I don't want to exhaust anyone too early. I don't want to run up the score like Team Canada. We're just going to, we're going to keep it progressive nice well i mean talking about team canada we might as well just go into it real quick i know we don't talk like sports recaps or any of that jazz but in this instance it i think it does have a direct impact on the market and i'll tell you what i mean so after watching canada absolutely dismantle germany um which i don't even know if i'm proud about that because Dude, it was, what did the germans ever do to us uh, it was it was a 16 to 2 so it was a real close game and uh i don't know why you keep scoring after that but anyway do you do you so you legitimately do you have a problem with the running i see a lot of people are criticizing the running so, up the score it was a i mean it's a bad team to begin with they were e even in a worse situation would you have had you been behind the bench you would have kind of i just brought it down a little bit I mean, so there are certain moments where, you know, a team can come back, you know, like you're up 4-1, you're up maybe even 5-1 as we, I mean, 4-1 we've saw with the Leafs. Do you see that in hockey in particular? Yep. And that's, it's possible to come back. Right. And uh, I'm not saying to stop playing hockey at like 7-1 or 8-1. Do I like seeing goals? Yeah. But like watching Germany, they just stopped playing. Like they, they were up, they were frustrated and I mean that's not team Canada's fault for continuing to pour them in but uh it just it, it became a bore and I'm going to be real with you it became quite boring right after we uh finished drafting so for those of you who need some context for that cartel and I were in a fantasy draft last night uh chirping back and forth as uh, we stole each other's players but right after we were finished around like 7 30 I was uh, just just tuning in, and I'm like, you know what? This is kind of this is just boring, you know, just boring. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know it was probably not boring for you know a bunch of drunk people who love seeing the biscuit in the basket. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, I think they should run it up to trying to get into the 20s. What you want to do is you want to instill the fear of God and country in all of your opponents. It's like. I've been watching, uh, you know, the Mandalorian, everyone's loving the Mandalorian, <laughs> you know, it's, it's an incredibly like it's this guy dispatches people with great, there you go. We're, we're in space. <laughs> we're spaced out, man. Um, he dispatches people with incredible violence. There's one scene where he like, he, he takes that spear he's got of that unbreakable metal and he like basically crunches the guy's neck and he just destroys these stormtroopers And and, and I, I, I've always been waiting for some sensitive individual to be like, oh, my God, it's so violent. Why does he have to kill them so violently? Well, I'll tell you why. Because you want the stories to, to trickle down throughout yeah, for, the empire. For that, generations. That the Mandalorian will, will fuck you up yeah. in ways that you cannot even comprehend. So like Canada will, will fuck you up in ways you cannot even comprehend. And I, the, it, the fear should be so great that, like, the other teams, like they're telling their families, it's like, I, I don't know what to do. It's Canada. They're going to hurt us. And that is what I say, you know, man, run it up into the 20s. Teach them a lesson so that maybe they don't even enter the tournaments anymore. Make it make it a, a quicker pathway. You don't have to watch as much hockey. They, and just just, they just eliminate their development program altogether. I'm telling you, for, it's the Fernando Tatis way. Just run it up. Do what you want to do multiple biscuits this isn't really like honestly my opinion but i'm just saying you know baseball like, is different though because baseball i mean it's you hit one grand slam in like the seventh inning and all of a sudden you've sure. put four four runs into that lead you know what i mean like oh yeah they'd be like saying he's time. a genius it's not like it's time like eventually you run out of time in a yeah. hockey game right so like right. it doesn't really happen you can have a baseball game happen all day I mean, I think the longest baseball game was like 19 innings. You know, that's like two full fucking games. So yeah, no one would be criticizing Fernando had there been a, a comeback, you know. And, exactly. Like, uh, uh, uh. No way. 
at uh yeah you know there was a few lopsided ones like the the u.s won 11 nothing against austria like it was just it was uh and i find every year it just kind of gets worse and worse in terms of like the beatings that are that are laid out assert the dominance yeah but uh as we derailed so i was watching and i was like okay well like i'm like is that fucking nick suzuki there and uh so um, I was like, you know what? Let me go on eBay and check out what Nick Suzuki's rookie card is going for, shall I? And uh, to my surprise, it was going for 80 something dollars Canadian. Okay. So it turns out it's not Nick Suzuki playing for Team Canada, it's Ryan Suzuki. So I'm positive. Well, they're both kids of David Suzuki, right? So I mean, it's yeah. all the same. So I'm positive that uh, people watching the World Juniors probably did exactly what I did, minus the extra bit of homework. They basically were just like, "Oh fuck, this is this guy's got a card for sure." I gotta and, wonder uh, if that's what it is. I mean, that being said, Nick is a popular uh, member of the 1920 rookie card class. Yeah, but it's We've gone up by like 33 percent in two days well, I, for what I reason? Was, I was seeing a lot of movement, particularly on Suzuki and Kirby Dak. Um, coming into the tournament but it is it is really interesting that that a couple of days ago, i think Nick i think everyone's fine i mean like he's still a good player but i i honestly think that it, there might be a case of mistaken identity happening here that would be hilarious if that is the case and i could buy it i could totally buy he's that he's a great player though man nick suzuki is fantastic man like he, that being yeah. said I, I i'm digging deep into my stacks of 2017-18 chl uh taking a look at who's in there those, those are going to be sold by tonight. Um, that being said, um, my, my, my little take on it, Brendan, was that I, I don't pay as much attention to the world juniors as you might think. I do not derive a lot of, uh, I guess in general, I'm not a knee jerk investor, right? So it's yeah. the same thing with the, the, the way we talk about the hyperactivity, the, the basketball market. I don't really look to the juniors as much. I, I, I kind of just keep my ear to the conversations. I remember last year, Comtois was the big deal. And he may still develop into something, but we certainly, you didn't see that hype translate into the, the rookie year. Um, guys like, yeah, Comtois, Sam Steele, did guys he play like last that. Year? He played in the juniors last year. There was, there was no, a lot of hype, man. Anaheim. I don't keep an eye on the juniors in that same way. I'll, I'll enjoy it. But back in the day for me, it was exciting. You see, back in the days of Paul Correa, when I was younger, there was a translation to watching the juniors in the NHL. And like you mentioned, uh, a lot of people have mentioned the hockey, the hockey business and the hockey sport is, is a little bit more difficult to break into and, and create the impact, uh, you know, that, that translates from a hot prospect coming in and performing. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you can think of some, you know, recent specific uh, examples last few years, maybe. I mean, Connor McDavid dominated. In I mean, you know, like, that's, that's, forget that's, that's Connor it's just Connor. You know, that's Connor McDavid. He doesn't really count. Well, yeah, but, the, uh, the big players, the big players for sure. Obviously, we didn't get Alexis in there this year. I think that's know, smart. I uh, not what Kirby Dak, unfortunately. I watch it as almost like a showcase, you know? Like, I know that it, it's not going to translate directly because obviously, like, you're playing – Germany, who, you know, might have three or four good players versus an NHL team that is, you know, people are making millions of dollars uh, to play hockey and have played in the NHL for quite some time or haven't, and they're expected to be really good. Um, so, like, Germany's crop versus, like, I mean, even the LA Kings, for instance, you know, like, is a very big difference in terms of quality of hockey. Sure. So, I get it. But... I like to see it's almost like if this kid works hard enough and I mean, this always doesn't always happen, but like, what is this kid capable of if he's on the same playing field as everyone else, you know, sure. like, cause like, it's, it's kind of like that. And like, unfortunately they don't always translate like that. And there's but, a good deal yeah. of pressure involved, which is, you know, they're playing under pressure. They're playing under, you know, a country that's looking to them uh, to perform um, so yeah, there, there is that, there's that opportunity to see them in a bit of a pressured situation, but not a, not since, a bit. it's a pressure situation. Ever since I saw Jordan Everly absolutely dominate the world juniors and really not do a hell of a lot in the NHL. That's a great example. That kind of just, uh, 
it went out the window for me. I, I watch, I still watch, but I, there's always some skepticism, you know, it's kind of like, ah, it's the world juniors. So I, I I'm, uh, I'm not entirely into it. I do definitely still tune in because I like seeing the, 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 the crop of young guns. And I think, yeah, I think we all want some hockey. We just want to yeah. see some hockey. We're not, we're not allowed to play hockey according to that video from Alberta, you know, I was, well, I, remember, I saw it was dropped. I was like, well, this is hectic. Best not to get too into that. We'll be, we'll be in a very bad mood for something that we don't want to be in a bad mood for yeah. today. And just very quickly, um, obviously, as we have a very special guest coming up um, uh, in the world of hobby humor, um, I wanted to touch on a few things. By the way, did you want to you say anything about uh, Christmas? Did you, you score? know, all I was going to mention is that you guys have been listening, at least from you know, maybe let's say a month I've been talking about Christmas. This is like a journey. And getting this, uh, this pack of series one, this hobby box, a series one. that Kevin I was is still not able to get. All I asked box. for Christmas, and I'm going to be real with you. All I asked for for Christmas was one box of series one. And I opened, uh, there must have been like 10 or 11 gifts under the tree. And um, not one of them was a box of series one and i got a lot of nice things you know i got really nice things i got things that were useful <laughs> um but nothing no playing cards you know there was no cards that i just wanted to open up and you know you created this whole situation for me where i was going to open this laugh on christmas morning and it was in my head you know i was hype i was hype and uh, I didn't, I didn't acquire one. However, I think it, it might've ruined your Christmas. You would have just pulled a bunch of Dallas stars, young guns, and it would have been a disaster. Yeah. A bunch of miscut cards, round corners. What did you, what were you really missing out on? I guess I got to wait for the, the, the next Prince, you know? So yeah. So Christmas, yeah. Christmas was a bit of a, a did you a, get what you wanted, sir. Bit of a big dump for me as well this year, <laughs> uh, you know? I took care of myself. I got myself some singles that I had an eye on. Uh, I didn't do much ripping. I, I did get on the Upper Deck website for uh, a particular box that they had that I think is they have a good price on. You can buy packs or boxes on the EPAC site. And they had a good price for 2018, 2019 Series 1. You're going for the Elias. You don't really see that box. So, hey, why not? It was an absolute disaster and waste of money. But uh, nonetheless, it, that, that's how I had fun Christmas afternoon was clicking my pack. Kind of depressing. I'm clicking my pack. And uh, yeah, so, you know. The slots. What's that? It's like playing the slots online. I thought you said sluts for a second. No. That'd, that'd be a better. <laughs> uh, we're all hobby sluts here anyway. But uh, just very quickly, just touching on a few things over the past few weeks. I love to touch on the things that we see Recaps on Instagram and in the hobby. People fighting about $30,000 iron cards. Uh, Brendan, if I've made a deal with someone and I put a down payment on it, and then you show up sniffing around, trying to, trying to get my card, who's in the right, who's in the wrong? Seems pretty simple to me. So I think as... You know, it's one thing to have a handshake deal, you know, which I, I would still uphold, you know, um, but it's a completely different deal when there's a handshake deal with a deposit, you know, it's kind of like, imagine you were getting married at, at your wedding venue and yeah. you booked the venue, you've placed the deposit and it's, you know, this is the only one day to get married and you book all your, you know, everyone, everyone you need, the florist, whatever. And then you go there on the day and they're like, you know what? We actually, we, we over, we under, underpriced this. And so yes. as a result, we have sold this, this time slot allocation to somebody else. You know, how to would you, some politician, how would you feel? You know, of course, absolutely. How would yeah, you, that, 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 that's the thing. There was a down payment involved at the same time. I, I guess the other guy shine and Steven, it's, it's like some sort of rapper battle or something. I don't know. MC Shine and Shine and Steven, you know, DJ Khaled, DJ Goldstein, DJ Khaled. And, uh, they're battling. There's a rap battle. And uh, anyway, apparently the one guy claims that the seller, I think the seller is probably the most on the, on the hook in terms of being an yeah. asshole here. Yeah. Uh, he claims that the seller didn't mention the other sale. I think that's 
debatable if that actually happened that way. But uh, but we're going to be seeing more and more of this, man. And we're going to be seeing more hard feelings because like think of the numbers involved. It's like it's, it's a couple of rich guys just fighting with one another over these ridiculously priced cards that they know is, is they know these cards are going to double. I mean, it's literally just a race to get them first extra cash, you know? Um, so grown men fighting over cards is where we're at now. The question uh, is, what are the, uh, was, I, was there a physical altercation? Man, I wish it was like a, it was like a zoom call. Damn it. Um, but, uh, yeah, like it may, you know, we could do that. That'd be great. Um, but I guess, I guess uh, it's not socially distanced though, you know, that's right. In the COVID area, you just basically like whine and complain to one another over the screen. You can't uh, pack you grading. Can't Everybody knows PSA grades packs. I don't know if you know this, Brendan, yeah. it makes sense. They, they grade packs on the same scale. Um, 205 SP authentic is like a foil pack. Everyone, maybe not everyone, but most people remember it. it's not unlike an SP pack right now. And PSA is shoving them into these slabs where they end up all crinkled and like the, the top and bottom portions are folded. Um, just something I'm throwing out there is really weird. So my buddy, uh, he's a big fan of 0506 and Crosby was looking at these graded packs. He couldn't tell what the difference between a nine and a 10 was. What is there like a little dimple in the foil? And then they just cram it into the slab. It's really weird. I'm just is, throwing that out there. It's really weird. Is grading packs, does it not just sound like a giant money, money grab? You know, exactly. You know, like it's empty. like re regrading cards, grading packs. They're empty, it's, right? No, man. These are sealed packs. They will never be opened because now they're, you know, you can get into the whole thing about slabbing a comic book as well. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's just something I thought that was funny to begin with. What? Uh, but I thought it was kind of cool. Like if you really want your minty pack, but but you're just shoving the modern packs, which are like wrapper packs, into a slab, and it just looks terrible. And uh, it's funny. Do they do they they do they feel it out and like measure dimensions? Like how, how what, what sure, if what maybe. if it's a card out of line? You know, like what if one card is like slightly jutting out? Is it is it then like a nine? Like are you responsible nine with the for disclaimer for compressing? J O jutting out. You know, jacking off. Um, but you know, what's funny. It's like, you know, you want to make sure your, your pack is authentic and sealed properly. That's cool. Right. Like if someone can tell me that, but then, the, but then you're never going to open it anyway, because it's going to be sonically sealed in a capsule. So anyway, I, I think I just like cards too much to ever do that to them. You know, like you don't know what's in there. What, what's in well, it starts with it starts with the discipline of not opening every pack like you know I, I'm stacking sealed product for the first time in my life and, I, and it, it's it's a nerve wracker it, it, it's you're, you're staring at it sometimes and it just becomes this game so you're saying but, this, you know, this, could, this could derail this could prevent you from from cracking open your wax why don't we why don't we PSA grade your box sure you can PSA grade a case I'm That's pretty sure maybe why don't we do that absolutely just why don't put we do that? plastic and of the case PSA 10 case coming your way boys yeah i'm thinking um what are they wax poles or or wax ass uh, pull pull ass uh pull boys the pull boys right should probably send their cases to psa to make sure there's not any missing boxes uh, old joke old stuff let's get to the new yeah. stuff shall we brendan let's do it let's get to the new stuff let's get what we have today We've got Mr. Markle Berry. Let's do it. We have here Mr. Mark Rose, a.k.a. Markle Berry 2. Two. Now. Hello, hello. How we doing? So thank you. Thank you for having me on. Markle Berry, it's a Berry. pleasure. We've certainly not gone over these introductions before. And <laughs> so tell me, what is Markleberry? Is it a, I, I, I was under the yeah. impression it was a cartoon or something, or what, what is Markleberry? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, and you can just call me Mark. That's, that's my name. And anybody could just call me Mark. Markleberry is, uh, it's actually kind of silly. It's, it's not a cartoon or anything like that at all. It actually uh, ended up coming from my work. Cause like I said, my name is Mark and sometimes people call me Marcus and stuff like that. And that's kind of something I've never liked. So I'm like, no, no, don't call me that. My name is Mark. Right. <laughs> and this chick at work one day was trying to annoy me and call me Marcus over and over again. And one of my buddies corrects her stops her goes, what? No, no, no. It's, it's that's not his name. His name is Markleberry. And I just thought that was funny. So when I went to pick an IG name, 
I couldn't think of anything. I didn't want to be cliche. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to use that stupid name that he called me. You didn't, you didn't want to be like uh, so-and-so wax pulls or... Uh, you didn't want to be user 1378? Breaker. No, I had no interest in Or I didn't want to just be like really typical, I guess. Yeah. Like, I, to, I did want the name to stand out a little more, admittedly, when I was choosing an Instagram. Well, it's, it's a weird thing. Like just reading Markleberry's kind of like kind of prepping you for some comedy. I don't know what it is. It just kind of, it works. Is, that's is that's exactly it. And, and, and that wasn't even intentional because when I started on IG, I didn't do any memeing whatsoever. That came I remember, way, way I remember. later. I was just posting up cards and stuff and just like, you know, not really trying to sell anything or do anything, just showing people like what cards I was pulling out of packs and what I was buying, just, you know, being a part of that end of the hobby. And, and then, then obviously uh, you developed into a memer. Right? Yeah, that just came from just general interest, actually, because like I started on IG, I, it was March, it was right when the pandemic hit and I went off of work, I, I have to be off work for due to an autoimmune disorder. Uh, I can't really risk getting this virus at all in that kind of scenario. But uh, so I'm at a, at a boredom, really. And just from what I was checking out on the hobby already, I had heard the Instagram community was pretty cool. And it was another channel to sell without having to go through eBay. And yeah. I had still been investigating methods to sell. I had only started selling any cards this month, to be honest. It's the first time I'd sold cards since I was a kid. Well, I noticed that. I, I've been so. tracking you, Markleberry, like a dedicated stalker. Now, is, <laughs> I always feel like Cartel is watching me. There it is. There it is. Now, now, is the concept, correct me if I'm wrong, Sure, man. but the concept is you are going to hunt down, you're going to track down Lameem James. And you're going to defeat him in, a, in a, an intense battle so that there may be only one. Is that correct? That actually couldn't even be far from the opposite. So that's, uh, I ended up starting the memeing because even right away, like when I, it was probably shortly after I got on, I discovered uh, an account called Christian's Cards with a Z. Oh, we're going old and, school. Uh, if, you go, if people go back that far, back. he actually morphed into what we now know as Lameem James. He got rid of the name that I like to think of when you see those Zs for S's. I always yeah. think of like hair metal bands. Yeah. <laughs> so I think of his hair metal band name, you know. But uh, yeah. he morphed into Lameem James. And I that was the first thing I'd always go to on Instagram. It always interested me. And I liked it because I found that his memeing was informative it kept you up on some news in the hobby so to me it was and i told him this personally that to me he was like a john stewart or john oliver of the hobby he can make oh, you laugh some of the absurd stuff and that's, that's why it interests me because i'm a huge fan of that john stewart's like one of my personal heroes so that interested me in the memeing and uh i was just a fan of his and i'd look at all his stuff and then it was september that um i actually sent him a meme idea in a dm and then I was getting ready to send another one. And that's when I thought to myself, well, wait a minute, I've got time on my hands. I'm not that skilled technically, but I can try to figure out how to meme. So I just found like image flip or something. I just started making a couple of simple ones. And, yeah. you know, I sent them to the meme actually, like uh, uh, kind of like after I posted them just to see, hey, like, you know, what, what would he think is, you know, is it cool if I play in your sandbox kind of move, yeah. right? And, and uh, he has been nothing but supportive. And, and you know, I, I chat with him once in a while. Christian's a great guy. And uh, he's actually made me a much better memer. Like, he's showed me new tools to use. So he's kind of mentored me through the whole process. So it's the direct opposite of uh, competition. I always just say to people, anyway, that he's clearly the king in this space that I'm in. Clearly. And uh, I like to joke that I'm the Dollar Tree version. <laughs> and uh but I, I like to me it's we're all playing in the same sandbox anyway but yeah. Lameem's always going to be the king he's the originator yeah and uh anybody coming after him and, and to me in hobby memeing is just of course oh something to Lameem yeah you know what I I think you know you're underselling yourself if you're calling yourself Dollar Tree Mark the way I look at it is Lameem might be a hobby box but you you if you're retail Retail is what everyone's going after, man. Retail and it, prism, oh. man. That's who you are. You're retail no, I, prism. And people, I tell you people what, are man. stashing you behind the Pokemon. They're yeah, doing all man. sorts of things with you. And don't underestimate the retail power either. I made some yeah. sick pulls from retail, man. Sick, sick pulls. Uh, for like, sure, man. The hardest part is getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been like, where is, where is Markle? Accessible. 
I've been super extraordinarily lucky with retail pools. Like I'll show you something right now. Uh, well, when I first got back into the hobby, by the way, it, it started last summer. I was uh, sitting back and, and just bored out of my tree and probably high as a kite. <laughs> and uh, I just stumbled across a, a video of uh, Jab's family open up old packs of baseball cards. Jab's, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so I just started watching, you know, more, more and more of his throwback Thursday things that, you know, where you'd see him opening up like, you know, 83 tops or something like that. And I thought it was cool. And I was having fun with that. And remembering back in my first go in the hobby, because I used to sell at a you know, local flea market, me and my buddy when I was in high school. And we used to make some killer money off like Eric Lindros and, yeah. you know, uh, Shaquille O'Neal when he came out and uh, yeah. guys like that at the time, like uh, Frank Thomas, Ken Griffey Jr. Like they were, you, you could make a ton of money back then. The hobby yeah. was insane. Yeah. And when people try to compare it now and say like, oh, we're in a new junk wax there. I'm like, dude, you used to throw a rock and find a place to buy packs. Now yeah. you can't buy packs. You got to be lucky at Walmart to find a pack anywhere or buy them online. Yeah, yeah. But back in yeah. the day, they don't get it, man. Local corner stores had that stuff. I'm impressed yeah. I didn't say the this other. Why. But they had it. You just buy Upper Deck baseball and tops and all that stuff right at a convenience store that you bike to, and they always yeah. have them. I was buying '89 Upper Deck towards the end of '90 at convenience. Really? Like literally. Yeah. So Mark Bre Brendan doesn't know this stuff. You know, he he wasn't there during that era where we were. Well, like, I'm an old guy. I'm pretty old. Like, I, I'm 45. Well, I'm, I'll be 45 years old very shortly. So, I mean, like, that's, that's back in the day. And it was yeah. like that, literally. Yeah, I'm not far off from you. And uh, sourcing is something I, I keep reminding people that that is one of the, the big differences. I'm glad you pointed that out. Well, um, you want to see a huge difference. Like, take a look at even just PSA pop reports and look at the Ken Griffey Jr. Upper Deck. Look beyond the 10 and look at how flipping many have been submitted. Yeah, people are going nuts about Luca and stuff, and how many Lucas and Zions there are, and there are a lot for probably this day and age, admittedly. But look at the flipping Griffey, and that was a hard pull back in the day, actually. If you were the one, yeah. Well, like, how many people do you pull. think have Gretzky rookies? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, hear, I hear like very scarce. Well, obviously, everybody has a Gretzky rookie. Like, I, people coming out of the woodwork and telling me, "Oh, by the way, I have this card," and I'm like, they've been sitting in closets. They, well, they've definitely been sitting. Everybody has one because before they were like they were in bicycle spokes because there were so many. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, there were that that freaking many. Like that's just oh, unfathomable. They printed and a lot. retail, like you can pull some sick cards. So I'll show you something now. Cause yeah. so when I started getting into the hobby, my first move, actually, I, I tried, bought something on eBay. I just bought something small first. Uh, at that time, it was just in case anybody's curious. It was a Nikola Jokic Donruss rated rookie card. I bought like, I paid like 10 bucks Canadian shipping included just no, to get an eBay purchase under my belt. Right. Yeah. And, uh, but then I bought a, a hoops blaster box when hoops first came out. And I pulled this out of the first blaster. Well, we got That's an old hollow foil Zion. Damn. Yeah. The first blaster I ever bought. I didn't even know what I had. I was going through it like and sitting there with the wife, you know, flipping through it, like, oh, I got a shiny gold Zion thing. I bet you that might be worth 20 bucks. And then, and then <laughs> next thing you know, next thing you know, you gotta start mainlining that. That yeah. good stuff right and 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 like you know you can pull some sick stuff from retail don't underestimate the retail i got a, a purple jaw i bet you a lot of people would like that damn beautiful with how john started that came out of a fat pack at walmart damn you can't well, underestimate you gotta, you gotta think that these kids that that have somehow you know amass all these lucas and and shit you know like they needed to come from somewhere and i, I can't believe like in my heart of hearts that, that they all just started with a crazy amount of money. I got to believe that I like got a, a bunch of these kids were just buying packs and, and happened to hit an expensive card that like an adult paid for. And that just kind of like pushed them into the next bracket. Sure. You know what and, I mean? and, and likely they were paying, they were paying a lot less. And yeah, don't forget, you could have gotten a Luca. Don't forget. You could have gotten a base prism Luca this time last year, you could have been paying a couple hundred dollars for that. So that's yeah. just an example of how the market's out of control. Now, Mark, uh, being that you have that experience of uh, being an old uh, grizzled veteran like myself, yeah. I'm not too far off from you in age, by the way. Uh, yeah. What 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 else do you see as the like, obviously people are trying to make comparisons, but what's uh, what else is different? Do you do you feel if there is? Maybe there isn't, but well, there what is different now. 
huge. Well, after I got into jabs, then I got curious, like, because he was talking about values of some of these, and he was talking about, you know, like, PSA 10 and stuff like that. And I had heard of grading before, just, you know what I mean? But that was not a thing back then. There was no such thing as PSA, BGS, SGC, and the other made-up BS. Well, they, they were there, but they, like, were over here. Like, they were so... It was, so far, I, 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 I never said it's mysterious. It was I mysterious. I never heard of it back then, honestly. I'd never heard of a graded card, never saw a graded card back in that day, because I basically got out uh, right when I pretty much graduated high school in 1994. So, I mean, that's even prior to the end of what they call the junk wax era, but it was dying even in 94. It yeah. Was yeah, back then it was like, Mark, this is near mint. Yes, yeah. this, this has this, a little bend. This one's right. definitely mint because, like, you know, it's you know, nobody looked at centering. Centering yeah, yeah. Oh, didn't care about centering. Yeah, it no. wasn't unless it was bad, bad off centering. Nobody really. Well, cared. then you would just then you'd keep that card because it was cool. It's like look at this ridiculous, you know, centering on the card, right? You know, yeah, nobody, nobody really. I never remembered anybody talking about centering back at the old flea markets. Never the corners. They looked corners and edges, but yeah, I don't remember centering being a huge thing back then. But yeah, so I, I started watching other stuff and reading articles and I actually spent months before I even bought anything because I just wanted to understand the space. Smart. The way you got to do I it. I wanted to really observe and just go, what the hell is going on here? And just like before, I mean, packs are like, to me, I call them like buying lottery tickets. Like, so if you, if you gamble responsibly, then, you know, you might hit something, you, you know, and you might get squat. And then sometimes you get stuff that sits in your box for two to three years and then they become superstars. Yeah. People are too impatient on prospects. That's couldn't another agree more. I could Wait, not agree more. worried about what a 20 year old kid is doing. Sometimes they don't blossom until they're 24. Just the way it yeah. is, man. Yeah. I give them an example of one of my favorites, one of my big PC guys, David Ortiz. David Ortiz is rookie, is 1997 Fleer. When was the first time you heard the name David Ortiz? Well, until like 2003, 2004. That's right. Yeah, that's an then example. He became a flipping legend. Yeah, yeah. You got it. He became a legend after that. I mean, one. you just you you just touched on a lot of you know memeable uh, material. You know, just like in looking at Christmas posts on Instagram, you got these kids saying, "I hate Upper Deck. I opened three boxes and I got nothing." And you know, it's one thing to to complain about gambling, but then you know, one of these kids, the same kid three posts over is like, I pulled an Elias Pettersson out of a loose pack. And I'm, I'm trying to explain to them. It's a give and a take. It's a, it's a win and a lose. Uh, you know, everyone just wants instant gratification all the time. Don't you know that? Come on, man. You can't, they're not allowed to lose. If you lose, then the system's broken, obviously. Well, and against yeah. you, it's <laughs> against you, right? Like, you know, like god damn it man no one's no one can take l's you know how many l's i've taken already and i've only oh, been that's why it's for like nine months i've taken so many l's like i've always loved sports i i was collecting before i've collected like fucking pokemon when i was a kid Yu-Gi-Oh when i was a fucking kid and then i gradually graduated gradually graduated into <laughs> like uh, my love for hockey translated into cards and um probably like 10 years ago bought a few packs didn't really hit anything Realized the market kind of wasn't there, at least for me. Faded out. I came back in, and like I said, do you know how many losses I have taken since I've been back? Like, take some L's. You're a new collector, it is, man. And that's another thing that really ticks me off in this hobby too. Is like these paid subscription dudes, or these I'm going to tell you who to buy dudes, like this stupid Jeff Wilson. Like seriously, man, they go and make all these picks, and it's like you hype up every. I made a meme about this the other day. You hype up every single damn prospect, but then when it comes time, you're only talking about the ones you were right on. It's so easy to say, well, buy all 20 of these prospects, and then later, if five of them pan out, you just never talk again about the other 15, and then you can look good in a hot market. Yeah. And Mark, do you notice the, these are all, all these guys? Do you not? Do you notice this, Mark? They're they're all new to the hobby. And they'll even tell you, Jeff Wilson tells you, you know, I collected when I was a kid, then I got back into it. So, so you got back into it a couple months before everyone else. Mm. And now you're paying people. He people literally admittedly, by the way, you. my favorite part of the Jeff Wilson opening is, is, is like, I've started, I've started and closed many businesses. Well, that, that I'm already very confident now. Okay. Trump. This is, yeah, this is a guy I definitely want to work with. Okay. Uh, but it's always these new guys and just the whole concept is just kind of ridiculous. Like, um, you know, like buy a Mike, Hey, here's an idea. Buy a Michael Jordan rookie. Yeah. You know, 
get, get, and that's some, another get, thing I've gotten a kick out of this guy. Like at one point, he actually and this was one of the moves that really ticked me off about. Because I'll be honest, I didn't mind the guy in the beginning. He kind of come off a little used car salesman like, but to me, it was like he was trying to build a community in the beginning. Yeah. And uh, I actually had his membership for a little while. People are going to be very shocked to hear that on there. But I Revelations did. I here membership. on Cardboard Coaches. Breaking I had a basic membership. I bought his $10 membership. And the reason I bought it is I was getting value out of it. Yeah, yeah. Information. And um, yeah. I didn't care for the guy himself. And I didn't give a crap about his picks because he talks about basketball and football mostly anyway. And I'm a baseball guy. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't care about any of that. But what he had going, they had a private Discord which had some members only buy and sell and stuff like that. And I liked having access to that. And uh, he also had these, he would do two live breaks a month where he would give away the cards to members. So I'm like, that's okay, that's worth 10 bucks. That's, that's fine. worth 10 bucks. Good yeah. enough for me. Right. So yeah. I didn't care. Like I said, whatever. But then the, the real dick move that really ticked me off. And he was taking me off anyway, with some of the crap he was doing with the market manipulating on the cards. He likes with like with select, telling everybody he spent like, like $200,000 this year on select. And then what have you hear him say in the last, if you look at the last few months of what he's been pushing, he always keeps going, select is going to be more valuable than prison. Select is going to be more valuable than sought after than prison. He does it all the time. He shills it. That's that he's a pump and dump chump. He's just going to yeah. keep doing that over and over again. But anyway, Absolutely. the move that he made with the $10 membership was they canceled that. He's like, no, psst, no more membership. Now we have market movers light. So he wants to push this software ever since he came out with it. Then you, the minimum membership now is 25 bucks. And I'm talking American prices when I say yeah, 25. Yeah, yeah. So 25 bucks. So he dropped that membership. like, And then he doesn't even talk about it like it's a price hike. You go look back when he did it on his IG. And they're like, no, it's not a price hike. We're going to give you more value. More value come on, you're in the middle of a pandemic and you more than doubled your price. That just shows me what kind of asshole you are. Yeah, no, I, I hate that. that guy. I feel that. I feel Shum. that. Now, what about, Mark, what I about the, uh, now, now what I really got, uh, so when I was getting to, to know your account, uh, by the way, one yeah. of the, I just want to throw it out there. One of the yeah, great man. things that I loved was that I, I threw out a suggestion, suggestion for you, which was uh, the empty office picture. Uh, representing the Tops customer service department, and you just oh, I remember that. that was you, right? I, that I was me. That. Yeah, and you that. you made my dreams come true. Uh, my imagery really? came true. See, I I think that's and you know I really appreciate that because honest to God, I didn't even know if anybody was ever going to look at my stuff. I really didn't. So I get overwhelmed when anybody like makes a comment going, "Oh man, that was funny," or even if they just drop a little laugh emoji or something like it means the world to me. i'm like damn and when people dm me or they're like man that was so funny and i'm like yeah, yeah. i'm overwhelmed by that really well hey True. you following through on that was overwhelming to me because listen this is why you know memeage is important in in this ridiculous hobby we're in is it really let me vent it, it helped me with my frustrations my, my my big frustration this year has been you know and i'm getting to, to the point here because you had a big frustration this year and i'm going to have you bring that up in a second but for me yeah. it's been tops it's been this gigantic company that has a monopoly on major league baseball cards mm -hmm. uh, or at least the license I, i'm not into not having licensed material That's so another thing i may have a monopoly back in the day yeah the options yeah. back in the day yeah tons now we've got tops and tops is a horrible company they, they are and i i've like, people that don't understand what i'm talking about yeah. they eliminated in a year where they're making more money than ever as a result of the pandemic they have put out all sorts of ridiculous products steve aoki branded product uh, fire. uk product. fire they got the freaking <laughs> they have vegan options for you like it's a year where they're making money hand over fist and they've decided to literally eliminate their customer service department. You call, you get nothing. Now, my understanding is, yeah, you may still get some help eventually if you mail out and you go through like 25 different hoops. I have major issues with tops. I, I, I don't want to just sit around and whine and complain about it. So when Markleberry provided that excellent little meme, I got a bit of a venting of my yeah. frustration. Yeah, and that, and that was the great thing. In addition to the fact that it just lets other people know what's going on that may, they might not be aware of. Now, you were raging against a particular 
member of the community, I, I hesitate to call him a member of the community, but a, a person on Instagram, was it the, uh, some card, in, uh, there's so many accounts that are card invest, card, card invest, ask, ask vestment. I don't know, but what, who is this guy? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm wondering about which guy. Okay, so you talking so about he, he had, I think he ended up leaving or something, but it was some young man. Oh, there was a Vestacard. He wrote an, an article about himself. Oh, that tool bag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the OG tool bag. Yeah. That canal clown. Yeah, and he came back. That, that's just a complete scam, that thing. Oh, yeah, that's sports card invest. That was just another just, person putting out a subscription. The same names. You know what this guy does? This guy, if you're not familiar with this guy, here's what he does. Well, first of all, he gets fake cred immediately because people think he's Jeff Wilson. And at least yeah, Jeff Wilson makes some kind of attempt to provide. So it's something. literally like using a variant of the name to confuse people. Yeah. And, and in doing that, and he puts up a bunch of info, we found out actually he emails all his stuff from a high school account. <laughs> we actually invested me in uh, sports cards, gamers of IG. If you've never followed him, man, he digs in deep. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that guy's intense. Work. I, so I never want to cross that guy. Listed. And he does fake you stuff. You ever wake up and you see yourself on his page? It's yeah. like a nightmare. Oh, damn. It's going to be your nightmare. Daniel, don't give up on nobody. But this <laughs> other clown, man, he posts up cards from uh, other people's pictures. Sometimes he'll credit them. And even if he does, they're way oh, that's right. the spiel. Uh, way below on the spiel, right? Like he'll have a, my members are all buying this and they're all making money and subscribe today and all this other crap. He has a YouTube channel too. Uh, what's it called? KB Legends or something like that. And uh, he kind of sounds like, you ever see Community? He sounds like Abed snorting Coke. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and he's like, oh, the, the, okay, guys, this week I'm buying this. And he's flipping through a YouTube or um, eBay screen the whole time. It's yeah. annoying as hell. Go look at it. It's so annoying. But yeah, he pushes a fake membership. He sends out people cards with like fake prices on and stuff. Like he'll see stuff that rises and he'll send you the old prices so he can say, hey, look, these have gone up since my members started buying them. That's his shtick. I could see myself getting like pretty raged out if someone uses my material or, or even like a photo of my car. Um, you guys know Indigenous Cards, great guy in in the in yeah. the community. Uh, name. He he was so chill about it. Someone had someone made a YouTube video and they took a screenshot of uh, name had been on featured on some video, and they had this great shot of him pointing at a layout of his cards and his collection. And someone just took that screenshot and used it on their YouTube video as like clickbait. Really? And he was really chill about it. I would have been raging out, man. Like, I just don't like anyone using anything that I've put time and yeah, effort into and, and trying to pass it off on their own. And, and that's insidious in this hobby because that's wild. I mean, it, that's just giving other people the idea to do that. Just pluck whatever you want, represent oh, it as your own, and build up a following. Time, my shit gets plucked all the time. I can't tell you how many Oh, that, that was going to be my next question, man. I can only imagine. It's so often. I just, honestly, I had to stop caring about it. Like I used yeah. to make watermarks on my knees, yeah. but then when I was talking to Lameem about it, we decided like, it just makes it look worse. Yeah. So I was like, you know what the hell with it? If they're going to take it, they're going to take it. Yeah. Maybe they'll just find the originator eventually. You just, yeah. we just had to stop caring in our space because it's just, well, so I think, Everybody's I, think both, I think both of you guys are getting big enough that it will, it'll get that initial circulation so that you kind of have that credit. But yeah, I, I guess with memes, that's just generally. Well, he's much bigger out. than I am. He's far beyond what I've got, man. But yeah. So he, he's getting close to 10 K on his followers, man. The meme is huge. I just, and, and, and that's just, amazing, man. Damn. Yeah, 10K, I just hit 4k the other day. So, Unreal. Yeah, that's, dude. All, that's all good what? stuff. That was awesome. Congrats, I'm flabbergasted by that. I never expected to get even close to that stuff. So that's incredible to me. Well, it well, just volumes to like how you've managed to connect us all during such a, sh a shitty time, man. Straight up. It's been a shitty time, but luckily we have like a safe space with cards and sports and all that other stuff where like things kind of disappear, you know, like, yeah. we, like we can watch a basketball game and like, and if, if we're, we're all rooting for fucking John Morant, we're all boys. You know what I mean? Like who cares yeah. about what's happening outside? You know, like relatives are not well, or you can't see each other for the holidays. Obviously there's, you can't change that stuff, but like it's created a, a sense of community that like, I just, I, I, I haven't ever experienced before ever like it for the most part. And I know that you guys are both popping off about, I mean, two people specifically, but then we could go on forever. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't because like you should, 
But like, I just find it amazing that we still, I mean, aside from these people that are, uh, I want to call them outliers because the vast majority of the community they are is is very supportive man like i have people and i like they they comment on my shit sometimes and i'm like you know go fuck yourself like you're a prick like what what did you mean to get out of this this conversation like you you were just trying to disrespect me but for every one person like that there are like five to seven who are just really appreciative or really happy about you getting good shit or you know in your case really supportive over the, like the, some of the shit that you make like man you've made me laugh in times where i was miserable man and i can't even you know like i just you get these like bad news and you scroll through instagram and you happen to see a funny meme that relates and you're like you know that's that's where you I'm, open a box of cards on epac there's nothing in there you scroll and you get happy you're like fuck other people know exactly what i feel you know so I think uh, I think that's really important because I think that's one of the reasons why we were all so drawn to this hobby, right? Like if you see the common denominator here is like people and togetherness and like a a, a love for sports and a love for collecting cards. And I'm sure that that love for cards also goes into collecting other things too, like myself and cartel. Uh, other things. Yeah. Who cares? So I just want to thank such you. an easy space to meme about. Like it's so memeable. Like it's an absurd space to begin with. I mean, yeah. think about it. It's grown men collecting pictures of other grown <laughs> men on printed on pieces of cardboard and sometimes with shiny stuff on it. It almost kind of sounds girly in a way when you think about it. Yeah, like there's some shiny cards. Got it. Got it. Got it. Need it. Need it. 500, 1,000, 1,500. Yeah. Do you want to trade this one's going to my bikes, folks? Uh, yeah. I have in the bikes, folks. I wonder what kind of machine gun that would sound like. Yeah, what would that be in the modern era? Now, now Brendan just shared a, a wonderful bit of positivity and, and a beautiful sentiment. And it's so I'm true. Gonna I'm going to shit all over that, Mark. Oh. Tell us about some of the negativity. Tell us about some of the people coming at you. They don't like, I don't like what you, you offended my sensibilities. Well, that's kind of funny that you say that because I was just thinking about that and honestly the ratio is much less for me i don't get that much hate i really don't uh, it's it's kind of funny like um i had one guy who got kind of pissed off when i was going at uh comeback card investor yeah it's one guy it, that was the biggest source of hate i ever got he was is not that, a, is that the uh is that the the ridiculously good looking guy yeah, the guy who thinks he's like really, really great looking. The guy who thinks he's going to co-host ESPN or something, I guess. That's what he told somebody, that he thinks his YouTube channel is a demo reel for an ESPN job. And that he's, he's told people in private that he doesn't give a crap about sports or cards, by the way, in case you guys are curious about that guy's character. Yeah, there's hey, I'm very realistic. A lot of these people don't. Really? This the, the, the cards are just a tool. I fucking love it, man. He doesn't care about any of it and it shows anyway like he's just dumb so the, the hate was coming from people saying but don't the hate was coming from some dude and he, he put it on another post that was what was really confusing to me it wasn't even on the that post but he was just like you know what are you doing blah 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 keyboard warrior all this other crap right and i'm just like whatever dude like i don't care i really don't care and hate on me all you want i'm not gonna block you yeah. i won't block you i don't block Funny, any man. Well, I'm Listen, just going to tell you, and if I don't want you following me like Sean Mike Kelly, I'll just make a meme about you that I hate you and unfollow me. That yeah, I and you're a douchebag. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if you hate me. I really don't. You know, if we're it's out there, you. if you're putting yourself out there, you're putting yourself yeah. out there on any on any of these platforms and any of these ways. Um, yeah. You know, I this is this is all new to me, putting myself out there as opposed to just putting out yeah. pictures of cards and things like that. Listen, I'd be honored if you want to meme me, I would take it as a compliment. Unless of course you said, go fuck this guy. But you want. I was, yeah, there was even a dude ripping on me the other day. Like uh, this was on somebody else's post though. Um, somebody got my attention to some other clown. I can't even remember his name, but uh, he's posted posing with his cards like slabs and he holds them like, hey, I'll just grab a couple slabs and he'd be holding them like, and he's almost like this Jersey Shore looking dude, right? Yeah. So he's holding them up and he's pretty obnoxious looking. And somebody tagged me on it just to laugh at him. And I was like, you know, oh, this guy looks like, you know, somebody who drugs women in nightclubs or something like that, or just joking around. And then some other guy's like coming at me and he goes, well, you look like you shouldn't be allowed in your schools and blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm like, yeah, but dude, do you see me putting my picture all over my Instagram? 
do you see me posing? No, I have a face for radio. I'm sorry for everybody who's on YouTube right now looking at my ass. Get it on Spotify and you wouldn't have to deal with it. But seriously, I'm like, that's, no. why, that's why we have options, right? We, we that's why you have options. options. You don't have to look at me. But no, I'm serious. I'm like, well, I don't do that stuff. So whatever. I, got them I don't put myself up like that. He is. That's why I'm ridiculing him. He looks like a clown. He is a clown. I read his crap. Mark, I get the uh, the schoolyard stuff all the time, man, with the mustache. So don't worry, I get it. Oh, and I don't even care, man. I don't care what you think <laughs> look like. I don't give my care. Either. I'm like, fuck off, leave me alone. Yeah, Coach Coe has a great perspective on it, and he is a young man who, if you really wanted to get out there, you could see his abdominals like today. Yeah, you could source both. a picture, and yeah. uh, he's confident in himself, and uh, you know. Yeah. Like, where are you if going? You wanna, where are you going? If you want to see my abdominals, you're going to have to do some digging. <laughs> That's a good question. Where am I going with it? That's true. Ooh. Listen, uh, Mark, getting back to memeage and just the concept of commentary, like you said, you know, I, I definitely, you listen, don't cut yourself short. Um, you and Lameem are like the, you know, John Stewart's uh, of, the, of the hobby. You're providing commentary. You're also updating us with what is on the minds of the hive, so to speak. I'm going to do a very quick flash round with you, Brendan. Like I mentioned, if you have anything you want to toss in, this is a flash round. All right. So the concept is mean? I toss something your way and you just give us your initial first your thoughts thought, on it, whatever's off the top of your head. head. You know? Okay. Like, are you down? I thought that? you just wanted to see my boobs or something. Yeah, that's a flash. Yeah, I'm trying to get us away from where that was heading. It was like the next thing you know, we're in a sauna. So, so episode two will come from a sauna we'll see if that that'll probably get some some not some socially distanced, man you can't hashtag people are, coat, coat people are probably sauna. confused enough already seeing three canadians on a podcast they think they're watching an episode of letter kenny there, there you go <laughs> yeah yeah eh? well listen that's the beauty eh yeah. uh, what we're gonna do here is well, last round, eh? <laughs> let me just get my molson uh so here we go are, mark are you ready I am. Ready. Are you ready? All right, oh, here we go. Yeah, All right. Man. The hobby. Thoughts. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Flash, it's a flash round. I, I spit it out. You give oh, us your just, you know, this right off the top of your head. It was supposed to be a lot faster. <laughs> that's, kind of a, that's kind of a wide one, though. Yeah, hobby. yeah. Well, first thing, like, what do you think of? First thing off the top of your head, the hobby. The hobby. Fun. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> correct we All right. did it <laughs> hobby hobby influencers influencers well i guess I, I don't pay attention to that crap i don't know gary b okay yeah. i like gary b anyway i, I don't know really? on him but i think gary b's interesting man. yeah he's yeah he's, cool. he's uh, i dig him me too he's a real he's an interesting guy i mean i don't know him obviously but i think he's influencing without being obnoxious he appreciates the hobby people gave him shit because so many people want to imitate him and stuff but i think gary's cool man i like him me too luka Doncic. luka Doncic. luka's cool i got no problem with luka everyone's cool you don't necessarily have to have a problem with them just no. letting me know how yeah, you feel just like you think like hype uh you know hype. like I, I don't know, man. Just I think I you're I, ready to throw one out. I think Luca's worth the hype, man. Luca's Luca's okay. great. All right, I think he's I like solid. That. I think he's eBay. more solid than going on a lot of these other younger guys. Like Luca's a little more proven now at this point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, e eBay. eBay. I I don't have much to add on eBay. Actually, I'm pretty new at it. To be That's honest. Fair. Okay. So I don't. I, only, I just put some. I actually have some auctions going right now. My first time I've ever listed anything on eBay. So, Nick, what do you got to say about eBay? Youngsters in the hobby. Don't know any of them. I think it's a good idea, <laughs> and I hope it does because that's how this hobby sticks around. I'm pretty. I'm so pretty sure you do. I'm pretty sure you do know some because I imagine. Uh, you have a large portion of your followers are youngsters. Well, I would imagine. I just don't know them personally, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I've had conversations with how they feel about the hobby, but I do hope, though, that they continue making product that appeals to young people. And, and it's unfortunate that packs get so expensive. It's, that's one of my pet peeves in this hobby, anyway, is the, the wax hoarding and reselling. It, it kind so of, that's like the first question we just asked. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's, that's bigger. Okay. <laughs> 
And it'll all come back around. But I think that's affecting the young people in the hobby, and that's why people should stop doing that shit. And yeah. the cards have to come from somewhere. Let them be open. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I know people. Some people do it. And even friends of mine do it. But I, I, you know, and I don't fault them for it. But I wish there was less. I wish. You know, I, I don't know if it's be open. I don't like sitting I, in a pack. I don't know if it's influencing the behavior or if the behavior is just there because of what you know the situation we're in with social media this day and age. But a lot of these young people actually are getting themselves involved in situations where they are um, pretty casually ripping one another off um ghosting one another not you know quote unquote scamming i mean you mentioned uh scammers of ig yes yeah. so many of what you see posted winds up being young kids that yeah. are taking up some really bad selfish habits and uh i just couldn't imagine you know we didn't have the internet back in the day mark when we were initially dealing with stuff and I dealing with cards though we had local shows i couldn't imagine ripping anyone off or it just never crossed my mind, but that's I guess nowadays because we're on a kicked. screen. <laughs> that's because if that? you did it back in the day, you get your ass kicked. Because that's right, because you're dealing person. with people. That's fair. Because you have to do it, it in person. And if you do something in person, you fuck someone over, then you get your ass kicked, man. That's yeah, you do it on email, now, you get a negative rating, right? Like, you know, like. <laughs> there's no consequence. That's it. Right? Yeah, no like, oh, 99.7 now, you know, yeah. you're like. What the fuck, man? And then the last one, and again, the idea is right off the top of your head, Mark, right? Oh, so if, I'm not good if, at this if, game, apparently, but I'll try. If Brendan said tops to me, I would just say motherfuckers, right? That's how I would play the game. Uh, Lamine James. The GOAT. There you have it. All right, one. here we go. We did it. Uh, we Brendan, you have any other uh, flash comments or – uh no no i think we threw enough flash at him man i think we're good <laughs> i feel like i think he's i think he's like blinded, had enough of the flash. blinded by the flash oh i love that show man i love that character the flash is cool with me <laughs> <laughs> oh man this is oh, so been one last thing that we want to kind of take a look at mark so uh, yeah, in terms of the hobby right now what are you collecting what do you got your eye on what are some trends that you see anything else you want to add well, I, I try to stay away from the actual trends themselves, to be honest. I don't buy into any of that. Um, what I'm actually kind of looking at myself, I'm more, mostly a baseball guy, but I'm trying to find, uh, well, my main PC, I'll start with my PC, actually, instead of just rambling on here. I, yeah. uh, I PC David Ortiz. So my eventual collecting yeah. goal is I want to have every single Topps base card of uh, David Ortiz and PSA 10. Uh, I've started on it. I have the the rookie, the '98 prospect card, and, and a couple others. But uh, and I also want to have on top of that his '97 Fleer rookie in PSA 10, the, the big one, the main one, I should say. It's not the big one; it's the bigger yeah. one. But um, so that's my main collecting goal. What? Sorry. Do people register um, collections like that of a player, or do you, can you only register sets with PSA? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if you. <laughs> I don't know. I've never looked at that, to be honest. I've never been into that. I'm just looking at it. That would be interesting, getting every single base PSA. Every single base one. Like I've got, like I said, the 98-99. It's an interesting, uh, because I'm probably going to have to eventually do subbing. I've never wanted to do PSA subbing, but I'm going to have to to get it. Because there are no 2,000 tops David Ortiz PSA 10s in existence. Really? In the 2001, there might be one or two. So I'm going to that's an interesting concept. Uh, oh, two. I haven't bought yet, but they're they're accessible. They're low pop, but they're accessible. And I I bought oh four and oh five. I think so far. So I, I haven't dug deep into it yet, but because I'm doing some other collecting and uh, other strategic investment pieces that I'm making, so I can afford things like the '97 Fleer. Now speaking of Ortiz, speaking of Ortiz, yeah. Mark, you know, there's is there a line with Mimage? Ortiz had that incident where he was shot, correct? Yeah. And, and you, you'll, you'll see all these incidents, like, for example, the Randy Rosarena one. I was incredibly disrespectful. I'm a big fan of Randy Rosarena, and I created a bit of a meme, which was, was a baseball was card a of him for you, holding his daughter. It was in terrible, terrible, terrible taste. Is there a line, Mark, in terms of the memeage? Maybe there is. Not for me. No, I, I don't have a line. I, I think it's just a general decency line, I guess. And I don't like to comment on anything like that in general, but because that's not my thing. It's not really hobby related, I guess, yeah. but it is in a way though. So I guess, 
But to me, yeah. I like to kind of wait and see what the truth is on something like that before I comment. Love because, it. like, unless you see it and you know it's just bad and yeah. you want to hit it right away. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes, you know, it's bullshit spins and lies are told about celebs and people in high profile positions. So, unless I know I'm seeing the truth, then I'm not going to comment on it. Yeah. I don't want to hate on them until you see the, the entire story of what really happened because you never know right i mean there's always there's three there's three sides to every story you know yours mine yeah. and the truth right and so sometimes people try to blackmail these big high level celebrities and shit like that so you want to see the full picture before you really make a judgment and especially family issues you know sometimes yeah. things get heated and people can lie you have no idea so, like maybe they were just yelling you know like you have no idea what what was over dramatized because, don't know what happened. because he is who he is you know so you never know right i'd love to get mark's take on the two grown men fighting over that uh that whatever it was thirty thousand dollar zion i don't know if you were aware of that mark no um, what is this? there was a video there was a video going around. They, they had oh, it. Oh, no, out. I think I have. That's on car porn? Where yeah. the guy popped yes. the sign behind the guy? Correct, yes. Okay, yeah, sorry. I thought you meant like a physical altercation. That's no, right. I mean, that's as close that's to physical right. as we're going to get these days, That's right? true, though. That was a pretty That was a pretty heated exchange. Yeah. Yeah. Behind the other guy's back is an asshole, personally. Absolutely. We, we, we discussed it pre, uh, previously on this, on, on this podcast. And we He's are in agreement. the asshole to me. I'm like, well, and he, and he deserved to get called out like that guy did to him because they were buds, man. Uh, but it's like you mentioned, it's like you mentioned when you first came on that what a ridiculous, whatever this is, hobby. This is, we've got grown men fighting over tens of thousands of dollars. It's just, wow. It's over, uh, over a piece of cardboard that might have shiny stuff on it with a picture of like a 19 to 20 year old kid on it. That's right. That's, <laughs> That's what right. they were fighting over. But Wild and crazy times. Like a huge amount of money. Yeah. Wild Ooh. and crazy times. And you are one of the navigators of these wild and crazy, crazy times, Mark. That's so. insane to me. I, I, okay, I'll accept, <laughs> but I just like, I think of like, I'm just, observing what i look at and that's another reason why like i think i've said to people even up on stories that when i use larry david in a meme i use him as representing myself because i just basically putting my own thoughts on this stuff in there and that's another kind of thing i'd like to observe things so i'm only pointing out my observations yeah. i don't know if i'm navigating or or steering a wheel of any kind i hope not because god forbid. i feel like as an offshoot of what you just described you kind of are you're helping us make yeah. sense I, I sense of the madness yeah. through your observations. Sense of this absurd space where, like I said, where we're spending huge amounts of money on cardboard that's encased in plastic. I, it is what it is, man. It's uh, it's. But a it's right. cool. I love our sports. I love baseball. Yeah. I I like basketball. I don't love it. I don't. I don't love basketball. I'm on the same baseball. level. I like how all the not, other. Sports, uh, how basketball. how are how are we not discussing hockey? Three Canadian gentlemen. What happened, Mark? Not and, big on well, hockey. and that's kind of funny too. I don't do hockey cards, man. Yeah. I am a hockey fan. I am a hockey fan, what but honestly, I don't even pay attention to the full league. I I'm an Oilers fan. I watch my Oilers, and I don't. Well, care well, that explains it. <laughs> I don't care. Well, yeah, I guess uh, in a way, sorta. Yeah. But I just don't care about like prospecting or anything because to me, when I well, that was kind of what part of my research when I got into this, I was deciding which sports I wanted to collect. And I want to stick with what I really love. But, and honestly, too, and, and you guys might hate me for this because you collect hockey cards, but hockey and football, man, there's too many injuries and stuff. I ain't prospecting on that stuff, man. Yeah. Listen, you, I, I think you correctly, you correctly identified, you correctly identified the two most difficult sports in that respect to invest in. I, I think you just hit the nail on the head with yeah, it. I, I, it's just not for me. And plus, I don't love them enough. If I loved them, I would do it anyway. I wouldn't care. I would even collect soccer cards if I love soccer. I shit on soccer cards. I fucking love soccer. Cards. But you know, imagine being a young you kid and collect it anyway. There's still going to be a market for it, even if it dwindles. There's still a market for hockey cards, even though it's small. It's basically a Canadian market. Yeah. But it still does. Yeah. Imagine being a young kid collecting the Oilers, and you've got drysidle and connor and their cards are so expensive i just had that thought as you were speaking was and like that's why i'm not a collector of hockey too because the cards i want are so bloody expensive being yeah. a fan since or, i was a small child 
Yeah. Yeah. So even worse, imagine being the parent. Imagine being the parent of a kid who's like, Dad, I want a Connor McDavid rookie. Well, let's just take a look here. Holy shit. Yeah. The cheapest <laughs> one you can find is what, a grand or something? Well, I got you the MVP rookie card for 50 bucks. You know? Here's so, the yeah. low end OPG one with no shiny crap on it. There. That's yeah. still going to be a 20 spot, most likely. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a lot of money, no matter what. Yeah. Well, Mark, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time, man. Oh, we've uh, we've showered you with uh, with uh, accolades and gratitude, and we mean it. I really, like I said, I really appreciate all that. And, we, we, uh, had, we had a blast, man. I, I was itching to come on one of these things, and uh, you know, because I, I told you just a little while ago, like I've done podcasts before, yeah. I've called the podcast, but I haven't been on any hobby podcasts. And to do it with two Canadians too was perfect for me. As soon as you guys mentioned that, I was like, yeah, that's the one I want to go on first. Amazing. It's Canadians and you're just getting started. So if, if, whether it's on whatever you're doing, just do your research, people. Don't fall for the hype. That's it. All right. These are smart words. Take care and have a great day.